Hello, I'm Joe Potts, your door-to-door storyteller, and I'd like to give you a story. This story is called The Old Haunted Tree by me, Joe Potts. When I was round about 10, little Bess ran into the house crying. Blackie's run off. He slipped his collar and, Hank, you have to catch him. Zeke, Scooter, and me were monkeying with toy pistols. Where is he, I said. In the woods. He was headed towards the old haunted tree. She started sobbing worse than before. We'll get him, I said, feeling the fear rise in me. Woods surrounded our isolated home in western Pennsylvania, so childhood adventures were plentiful. With more trees than people around, you made your own fun. My sister Bess and my old friends Zeke and Scooter still love to get together and reminisce. One thing we never bring up, though, is the old haunted tree. I first saw the tree before I was of school age, and it scared the willikers out of me. Zeke, his older brother Jake, and me were out doing young boy things when we came out of the woods, and there it was in the distance. It sat at the peak of a hill, all gnarly and twisted, a hulk of a thing, alone, like it had scared off every other tree around. Fog had settled halfway down the hill. We came to a stop. Look, said Jake, it's the old haunted tree. A shudder ran through me, and a coldness settled in the small of my back. With a bent trunk and bare spindly branches, it looked for all the world like an old man stopping to catch his breath on his way to some dark business. We should get home, Jake had said softly, and no one argued. Over the years, I heard all the legends, how the tree was haunted with the captive spirits of lost souls in it, how it was magic and anything made from its wood had powers, how children disappeared when they foolishly approached it, how old man Clabber from Lonesome Hollow had made a cane from a branch, how his cane could cast spells. I didn't wander near the tree after that. Ma thought it was all nonsense. Don't you believe that stuff, Hank, she said. Old man Clabber's a harmless recluse. But I knew better. Grandpa had told me about him the day he gave me the slingshot. I made this from a branch off the old haunted tree, he had said. Sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. Carry it with you always, Hank. I don't know exactly what old man Clabber is, but he's older than Lonesome Hollow. He was an old man when I was a young boy. And a more wicked soul you'll never find. I had taken the slingshot in my hand. It was pulsing like it was alive. Me and the boys took out after Blackie. I thought nothing could make me go near the old haunted tree again, but Bess loved that lab so much, I just couldn't fail my little sis. A hard rain had fallen, and we slogged our way through the woods and thickets. We emerged as dusk was falling, and the tree loomed ahead of us. The same shiver ran down my spine, as if the tree conjured a current in me, like a light switch to a bulb. We stopped just as we had years before. A stiff wind was blowing, 
causing the branches of the tree to wave, and it seemed to beckon to us. I wouldn't have been brave enough to move if Little Bess hadn't then shrieked, There's Blackie! He was sprinting up the hill, making a beeline for the tree. Come on, guys, I said, surprising myself. We took off, Zeke and Scooter and me, running as fast as we could. We had gone about halfway when Old Man Claver came out from behind the tree. He stood silhouetted against the rising moon, looking like a small, bent-over replica of the tree, waving the cane in circles over his head, bellowing like a banshee. Come, laddies, ye can't resist! I tell you, I could feel it. I could feel the magic in his cane made from the old haunted tree. We continued up the hill, but not chasing Blackie anymore. My legs obeyed his will, not mine. I swear, it's true. We were under his spell, and I felt doom slipping its slender fingers like tendrils from the tree around my throat. Through the fog in my brain, Grandpa's words came to mind. I reached in my pocket and took out the slingshot. I could feel it pulsing. I reached in another pocket and took out one of my best marbles, an Aggie shooter. I quickly loaded the slingshot, barely taking time to aim at the shouting figure and let the marble fly. Almost immediately, seemingly before the Aggie had time to travel the distance, Old Man Clabber dropped his cane and fell to the ground. A lightning bolt from a cloudless sky struck the tree, and a terrible wind blew past us. The tree burned like an inferno, and it sounded like a thousand souls crying out at once. I felt the grip loosen from my mind. We all stopped running, and Blackie sprinted toward us. Then we took off for home, soaked and exhausted. I remember Ma telling me the next day, old man Clabber had been found dead. Doc said it was probably the lightning. He also said his body had started to wither right away, like he was some kind of ancient mummy. I never went back to look for the marble. I kept the slingshot, though, and still carry it. After all, Old Man Clabber's cane was never found. It just makes me feel a tad safer when I hold the slingshot. Whenever Bess, Scooter, and Zeke come over, we visit the old homestead and wander through the woods like we did as kids. At the clearing, we can see the remnants of the old haunted tree upon the hill, like a solitary, lonesome tombstone. You just listened to The Old Haunted Tree, written and read by your door-to-door storyteller, Joe Potts. Thank you for listening. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater, with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.